this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Nerds with Friends. My name is Cody Leach, and as always, I'm joined by Christian Garcia. What up? What up, nerds? Thank you guys for listening, following, subscribing. Yep, good thing you waited to open your soda when we were recording. (laughs) Great, great. Keeping it profess. Great job. Uh Thanks, guys, for uh, tuning in every week. Uh, some fun news. It doesn't really affect you, our listeners, but um, we did switch over to Podbean, um, which is a new uh, website hosting service. So uh, hopefully, I don't think any playback will be uh, affected by that, but if you encounter any problems or anything, just let us know. Hit us up on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, and uh, we will address those. We are getting used to the new system. Um, but it should be pretty seamless. By uh, us, he means Cody. <laughs> yeah, by let let Cody know. <laughs> let Cody know. Uh, let me know, and I'll let Cody know. Exactly. Um, got some fun stuff to talk about today uh, on the program. We got uh, Picard. The first uh, episode has already been released. Picard, Star Trek Picard, I should say. Um, in case you know, in case you didn't know which Picard it was, uh, and then. We have another one of, of Christian's crazy, cryptid, creepy corner. We're going to get the name eventually. <clears throat> yeah, I think it's just well, funny that we change it every time. That we just keep doing we'll f- that. We'll find something. That all the crazy C's. All the crazy C's. Christian is crazy C's. Uh, so we'll talk a little bit about that later. But let's start it off, as we always do, with some nerdy confessions, uh, where we confess the things that make us nerds. Uh, Christian, what do you have for us this week? I like I fall into a bunch of YouTube holes and videos and I re fell in love with um, I guess I don't know if he has a channel, but uh, it's a singer. His name is a uh, Puddles uh, Pity Party. He's a singing clown. He was on America's Got Talent. Oh, yeah. And um, the first song that I heard was Royals. And, and that's all I thought he had done. And a friend of mine. The other day, sent me a video of him covering David Bowie and uh, Queen's um, "Under Pressure." Yeah. Oh my God, it's fantastic. And it's a clown doing it. It's dude. Maybe maybe I'll play a little bit, but it is amazing. I would pay to watch this dude. Um, the dude can really fucking sing. Let me lower it a little bit. Mm. And he's a clown. There you go. Why is he a clown, though? Uh, who cares? I don't care about his gimmick. I guess it makes him memorable. I mean, it does sound good. Puddles, huh? P- 
pity party. Um, he was on America's Got Talent, and he obviously plays a sad clown, and people were like, yeah. what the fuck is this guy going to do? Um, the guy also looks like a fucking giant, so yeah. it's really off-putting to see this giant sad clown, and then he just fucking wails. Giant old sad clown. And he's got a bunch of other covers. Um, he's amazing. He's great. He, he does sound really good. He's got a good voice. Yeah. And it's just really weird because I know obviously you guys can't see him, but if you guys research him, it's like th- his image and the voice just doesn't match. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so I guess I guess maybe being a, a giant clown also kind of it makes him remember like, man, remember how good that guy was a giant clown? Remember how good his voice was? was? Like, oh yeah, he was a clown, wasn't he? But like, there's a lot of people who have good voices who I don't remember what they look like. <laughs> You're gonna remember fucking yeah, puddles, exactly. <laughs> Pretty, pretty good. Uh, my narrative confession this week uh, has to do with uh, Star Trek, which we'll talk about in just a second. But the, uh, yeah, so last night, um, as of recording this, we were recording this on Thursday. Um, so last night at midnight, the first episode of Star Trek Picard dropped on CBS All Access, which is their streaming app. And I hate that the fact that I have to watch it on there, but. I'll digress. <laughs> it feels so long to me because we had first heard about it. At least I had first heard about it at Comic-Con. Yeah, exactly. And it just feels like now it's finally Six out. months later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but my nerdy confession is as I as I watched the episode last night, like when the first scene comes on, it based, the very first scene is like the you see the Enterprise D, which is the Enterprise that they had during all of the next generation, basically, the TV show. And then it zooms in, and it's Captain Picard and Data playing poker. And at that moment, the first scene of the series, I started tearing up in my eyes. I'm like, I love it so much. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, it was it was pretty emotional to see that character who, like, I had grown up with. Like, right. Next Gen, I think, started in 88 or something like that. Or maybe it was 87. So I, I literally, from the minute I was born almost, there was Star Trek Next Generation on. Um, and it's just, it, it was really cool to see, uh, Patrick Stewart and Brent Spiner for that matter, um, start, uh, start off this series and bring back those characters that I really, really enjoyed. Um, cause next generation is, I don't care who you are. Like, you know, like there's deep Star Trek fans who are like all about Kirk and Spock, but to me, there is no better Star Trek than Captain Picard. Wow, it was 87. I didn't think it went that far back. Yeah. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Well, so, okay, let me ask you a question. When they're playing, you said chess or poker? Poker. Poker. Now, was Data as slim as he was in the show? Yeah. They, like, CG'd the shit out of him. Okay. Yeah. Because I remember them showing some scenes of him, how he currently looks, and, you yeah. know, very sw- swollen. Yeah. He, he looks very similar to how he did in the in the Next Generation movies. Okay. So I think that's that's probably where they pulled his like 3D modeled face or whatever from. Mm-hmm. Um, he was definitely wearing the uh, uniform from the movies, which had the gray outer uniform, and then the the uh, department colors like the yellow, blue, or red was underneath it. Kind of thing. It was like okay. an undershirt. So. Um, but yeah, I, I won't spoil too much if you guys haven't, uh, if you guys are going to start it. I mean, I'm, I won't spoil any of the fun little twists and stuff, but essentially what's happened is it picks up after the next generation and after the next generation movies. 
and Jean-Luc Picard has basically quit Starfleet. Like he quit like 15 years ago or something like that, 20 years ago. Um, and the reason why, and this is all explained in like the first, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes of it. So I don't feel like it's too much of a spoiler. I think you're good. Um, but he basically, uh, there was a supernova, the, the son of the planet Romulus, which is where all the Romulans live, uh, went supernova and was going to blow up the whole planet. And so, uh, basically Jean-Luc Picard and Romulans are notorious, uh, enemies of the Federation. If, if you're not a big Star Wars fan. These were the super sexist, big eared, like, uh, weird teeth ones. Uh, no, they have normal teeth. They look a lot like Vulcans. They're just slightly different. But they're like, where Vulcans like suppress all of their emotions, Romulans are like super angry all the time. So they're like... They're, they're like small in stature, right? And they're, no, they're just normal. I remember, like, because I'd started it and there was an episode where they were like, you let your women folk like wear uniforms and have jobs? Like, bleh, bleh, bleh. And I thought that was that was them. Uh, I mean, maybe. They, <laughs> they see... I wouldn't put it past them, but here's like a picture of a Romulan guy. Oh, no, no. No, that's not them. Um, yeah. Oh, I know who you're thinking of. I don't What the fuck? <laughs> <Seriously>. <laughs> Shut up, Tim Siri. Cook just listening to our uh, conversation. No, you're thinking of um, ooh, the one uh, the species that Quark is, and I can't. Oh, Ferengi. There we that, go. That's who you're thinking of. The ones who who have the the fucked up teeth and the big giant ears. Yeah, and they're like, they're all about money. Yeah, yeah, those guys. Um. No, yeah. So, so basically, uh, Picard, you know, they they find out that this uh, star is going to blow up and basically destroy this whole planet. So Picard convinces the Federation to build a bunch of ships to evacuate the entire planet as like a you know a humanitarian type uh, mission to save the Romulan people, even though they're a bunch of dicks, most of them, right? And so, um, but when that happens, like as they're about to start, like. Uh, evacuating this planet, there's this rogue group of synthetics, like basically these self-aware robots essentially attacked the shipyard and killed all the people at the shipyard. And basically the Federation, due to that big loss of life, they're like, we got to call this off. And he, and Picard's like, what about all these, what about all these people who are going to die? And they're like, well, it's not our problem. <laughs> Fucking Romulans are, they can get their own, handle their own shit. And so he, that kind of, you know, uh, disillusioned him with the uh, the federation and uh, or star starfleet and, and the federation um so he quit he fucking bounced and went to his vineyard in france and just like chilled there for the last 15 20 years he's got a cute ass dog named number one like <laughs> like his uh like his first officer so uh, overall is it good it's fucking amazing okay is what it is uh, the storyline that is revealed. Now, I started Next Generation. Do I need to finish it before watching this? Um, huh. That's kind of tough. I don't think you need to finish it necessarily. Um, you do need to know about. Um, or do you think it would ruin if I watched like watch them both? Watch the them at the same time should be fine. Um, there's people, I mean, you need to just know a little bit of backstory, right? You need to know who Data is, right? Obviously, he's first episode. And then you need to know, like, um, kind of Picard and Data's relationship where throughout Next Gen, it, 
you know, Data's constantly, you know, trying to search for how to become more human. That's yeah. like his whole mission. And it, and if I had to say if there was any main character of Next Generation, it is Data. I think even though it's an ensemble cast, I think that primarily it's Data's story and how his like quest for humanity kind of thing. Huh, okay. Um, especially considering um, you should watch Star Trek Nemesis also. Which is the last Star Trek generation, next generation movie? You know what's funny is I think I've with, seen with Tom Hardy in it. I'm pretty sure I've seen the movies. I'm pretty sure I've seen all the movies. Yeah, First Contact was a really good one. That was the San Francisco one. Um. Well, that's where the guy like shoots himself into space, and then they. Um. That's when they notice humans is like, oh, I guess they're right, not so stupid. right, 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 right. Um. Yeah. Uh. Cochrane basically has the first warp flight. Yeah. And that attracts the Vulcans, and that's where we meet. Yeah, right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah I did watch that um, Yeah, that was a popular one. Uh, but you should watch Nemesis. It actually stars Tom Hardy as a clone of Jean-Luc Picard, so that's kind of a cool one. Um, but basically, it does reference that a little bit, but it's not necessary, necessary you know. Um, I'm down. And then uh, the rest of it seems like, at least so far, now this is only the first episode, but the rest of it seems like, they pretty much explain what they do have some flashbacks and stuff like that. So I think you'd be okay just watching it as long as you have a general idea of the characters. As long as the dog survives the whole thing, I'm good. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Fucking Klingon might eat it or something. Um, and then uh, Seven of Nine uh, is actually from Voyager. She was never in Next Generation. That's Jerry Ryan's character. Yeah, I know like, her. Just because growing up, I remember she was super hot. So. Oh, yeah, she's super hot. She's still super hot, man. She could still get it. Um, but yeah, she's going to show up eventually cause I saw her in the previews and stuff too. Um, Riker and Troy are going to show up eventually. And I think a lot of it's just going to be a little like cameos and stuff, but Riker's another one that, uh, definitely, uh, picked up some, some weight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he did. <laughs> it's okay. It's just like watching next year. like, he looks so young. Look at him as a kid. He's oh like yeah. So thin. Especially in the first season where he has no beard. He just, yeah. he looks like a young, young man. Um, it's like, dude, he's, and he's super tall compared to everyone else. Yeah, he's he's like super tall. And there's this funny thing, if you if you do go back and watch Next Generation, watch how he sits in the Starfleet chairs. Why he like he always he always like no he always like puts like brings one leg over the back of the chair and goes like over it like through his legs and then sits down <laughs> in it. Watch watch Next Generation. You'll you'll see what I mean. He sits in chairs hella weird. Um, but anyway. So far, so good. It's awesome. The story writing seems amazing. The, you know, it's, they haven't really flown around much in space yet. You know, there's no Enterprise or anything. Um, and they haven't referenced what's happening with the Enterprise or if there still is an Enterprise at this point. Um, but it's pretty exciting to see, you know, how, how Starfleet technology has changed and stuff and some of their policies. The new uniforms look really cool. So man, I'm I'm super excited to see what happens the uh, the rest of this season. I hope it crosses over to like maybe Seth MacFarlane's uh, <laughs> the Orville, the Orville, <laughs> the Orville. <laughs> maybe, but probably not. <laughs> I I just I just love cameos. They could throw like they could throw like ten cameos in per episode, and I would still be down. I I just <laughs> I love the fan service so much. Um, I'm hoping Janeway shows up for at least like a little like you know hello, um, but uh, yeah, I'm excited and like. To kind of get in the mood, I actually started rewatching Voyager, 
um, because I've I've run through Next Generation so many times, I I almost have it memorized. You know. I think the last episode I saw was when um, uh, Will Wheaton's character. I can't remember his name right now. Um, Wesley Crusher. Yeah, they were on the. Shut up, Wesley. Dude, he's so mean to him in the beginning. Yeah, he hates children. It's the best. Um, they were on the planet where I think everything is resolved around sex. Like, there's like Ooh, no nice. issues. Um, Everyone's just boning all the time. Yeah, and they just had like a few Skippy rules. Skippy clothing. Yeah, it's like one rule is like, oh yeah, don't just... step on the grass. Yeah, and then he did it. Yeah, fucking Wesley <laughs> starts like a world war. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's just death. Yeah. and it's. You know, it's like they have to respect their rules, but at the same time, they obviously don't want the kid to yeah. be killed. Like, they could straight up destroy that whole sex planet yeah. if they wanted to, but they, they're supposed to respect the rules. One thing I've always really enjoyed about Star Trek and the Star Trek universe is the idea of the Prime Directive, where, you know, you're not supposed to interfere with the evolution of pre-warp cultures, and you're not supposed, you know, when you're on a planet... You're supposed to kind of abide by their laws and stuff, and you're not really supposed to like, you know, because the Federation, like, you can go down to a little little planet where they're like still in the Stone Age, and they could just like murder all of them, or they could straight up give them a phaser and be like, "Look at this crazy technology! Now figure it out," <laughs> and it would drastically change their society. So, it's a it's very interesting, like, you know, when uh, that that idea of the prime directive becomes challenged in the show you know like some, sometimes they have to break it to save the crew or to you know if it's going to be like a, a planet destroying catastrophe they'll they'll ch- challenge certain things it happens in the movies too um but that that's always one of my favorite parts of star trek i did enjoy the um dick alien villain i can't remember his name but he Q? Could- Yes, where he thinks he's so much smarter than them. Yeah, exactly. And he's so much better. There's and so he can much just backwards. snap his fingers and you know stuff happens. Right, right, right. Um, I just hope he's a big theme in in next generation because I, I did really like that. But again, I'm so yeah. He, he pops in and out for sure. He's also pops in and out of Voyager as well. Nice. Uh, but he's not a deity. No, he's just like a... Because, he, I mean, he has a lot like, of abilities, like a deity, like a he's, god. No, he's like a galactic being. I think at one point, I don't remember if it, if it was Next Gen or Voyager, like you learn more about there's multiple ones of him. He's not he's not the only one of his race. Okay, but so it is a race. It's not like a robot or... No, no, no. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's a race of like super beings. Yeah, because like he snaps his fingers and then things happen. Yeah, he can straight up change the fabric of reality, essentially. Sounds like a god to me. Yeah. <laughs> Well, what is a god? But something we don't understand. There you go. Exactly. All righty then. Um, so that that pretty much wraps it up for uh, Picard. I think it, it they're coming out on CBS All, All Access every Thursday. And I think there's going to be eight episodes, ten episodes. Something I don't know. Like that. We're not very good with episodes on shows. I mean, we're still at least me. I'm still struggling. How many um, outsider there's going to be? You said 10, right? Yeah, I think there's 10. Yep, 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 yep. Just at the rate of the show, they're going to nah, run out gonna of material. It's going to be fine. It's going to be amazing. And don't get me wrong. It's a, it's a great show. I, I love they'll it. Do, they'll do a bunch of flashbacks to like how the person doing all this stuff did all the stuff, and that'll take up time, I think. So Because like the book will reference things quickly. Right. But in the show, they'll have to go back and show it. You know, I think I think it'll be okay. There's, there's Stephen King says it's his favorite adaptation 
that they've ever. It's done. really There's... close to the book, uh, also, except for the speed. At least for me, it seems speed yeah. wise. Also, in the book, I was reading because um, I was reading that too. He, he mentions one of the characters mentions uh, a Stanley Kubrick uh, film. It was like this one is this one is good. I didn't normally like uh, Stanley Kubrick, especially The Shining, and then moves <laughs> on. I'm like, ah, Stephen King, you son of a bitch, you hate it. You hate it. I and I share the same. Well, I've adopted your mm-hmm. viewpoint of seeing them as separate. But in the yeah. beginning, after you know, I read the book first and then watched Oof, the movie. So. Fun fact too. I think if you're listening to this on Tuesday, I think Doctor Sleep is out uh, on video or at least on digital now. So check that out. That's I think it's February fourth. Oh, I thought it was next week. I think the digital comes out next week. Digital, yeah, man. Digital's the only way I do it anymore. I haven't bought a Blu-ray in a long time, but that one I want because I'm hoping there's um, commentary. Yeah, exactly. I, I love the and commentary. making of. And yeah, I want to see them like making the uh, overlook and stuff. So, and uh, I, I'm working on a special guest. I don't want to say on, but hopefully related to Doctor Sleep. But oh, we'll see. That'd be cool. Is it Stephen King? <laughs> Come on, means. <laughs> Me and old Steven go way back, but yeah. you know, he's he's busy. I don't want to bug him and stuff. Stevie K. Yeah. That's what I call him. Yeah, just S Dog. S Dog. All right, cool. Well, uh, we're going to take a quick break while we hear about some of our uh, friend podcasts uh, that, um, you know, we've decided to kind of partner with some other podcasts because what is podcasting but a community of shows? So uh, we're going to listen to uh, a couple of our friends and associates. This is Nerds with Friends. This is Nerds with Friends. So uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't uh, talk to some of our friends. So we'll be right back after these messages. Lucas, the host of Wonder Soul, a weekly podcast series featuring a variety of topics dealing with life's many passions and experiences. Join me and friends each week as I discuss topics ranging from pop culture to real life conversations that all can find relatable. New episodes bring new guests and new topics and release every Friday. More content can be found on Wonder Soul's YouTube and Twitch channels. Stay up to date and connect with Wonder Soul through social media by following us on Twitter and Instagram. And we hope that you enjoy Wonder Soul wherever you listen to podcasts. So do good and take care. And we're back. Oh, man, that's interesting stuff. I don't. As of recording this, we don't actually know what we put in there, but well, I do, but you know, yeah. We'll but those guys it. are great, aren't they? <laughs> Jesus, <Christ. laughs> we'll get better at this as we do it more. Um, but n- now that we're back, uh, you know, I think we had such a fun time talking about Christian's crazy cryptid, crypto, creepy, cr- creepy corner, <laughs> conspiracy corner. Uh, last week, I think uh, we decided to do another one. So you, you got one ready for us, right? Yep. All right, here we go. Oh, oh we didn't get the longest sound. Nope, still haven't <laughs> found it. <laughs> haven't found it for free. 
All right, so I, I wasn't originally going to do two cryptids in a row, but Cody had mentioned a certain creature that I said was, you know, special relationship. The chupacabra. The chupacabra. Or is that like the... Chupacabra. <laughs> or is that like the, the chups? The chups. The chupers. Literally translated to the goat sucker. Correct. The goat sucker. Suck on some goats. Sucking on them goats. Mm-hmm. So... The Choopers, um, first sighted in Puerto Rico. In oh, really? Yeah, Puerto, first sighting was in Puerto Rico, March, interesting, nineteen ninety-five. Um, so nineteen ninety-five, nineteen ninety-five. Holy shit! <laughs> I thought this was like a myth, like an ancient myth. It is. It's a myth. Myths <laughs> don't start in nineteen ninety-five. Well, it's not a myth. It's a cryptid. A cryptids can pop up whenever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought, this was like, right, Cody. I thought this was ancient Latin folklore. No, it's just, oh, no, it's from 1995. I'm, I'm going to learn you some stuff today. When, when, I mean, technically there was like almost internet. Yeah, internet-ish. Like, yeah, it was like it was in starting. its infancy. There's so, definitely telephones and television. Yeah. yeah well, obviously. Duh. <laughs> okay, so March 1995 was the first sighting. In Puerto Rico, there was eight goats. They were drained of all their blood, and there was three puncture marks on their chest. Oh, three. Yeah, because two is going to be a vampire, obviously. obviously. <laughs> so we got to switch it up a little bit. So it was three, three puncture mar- marks mm-hmm. in the chest. Later in August, there was 150 farm animals wow. reported killed in Puerto Rico. in the A whole town. pack of them. A whole pack. Mixed. Yeah. You didn't discriminate after. Oh, nice. First was the goats. Oh, yeah. After was mixed livestock. <laughs> In the town of Canovanas. I don't know where that is in Puerto Rico. So the first time anyone mentioned the name, the Chupacabra, was actually mm-hmm. a Puerto Rican comedian named Silverio Perez. Oh, great. So he's the one credited with giving the name Chupacabras, or like the Chupers. The Chupers. The chup- Chupeezies. So after the events of um, uh, the town, Canovanas, then this, the Chupers decided, like, you know what? Puerto Rico's nice. But I'm going worldwide. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so uh, after that, uh, there were sightings in Dominican Republic, Argentina, Bolivia, Chile, damn. Honduras, El Salvador, Nicaragua, Panama, Peru, Brazil, Mexico, India. So basically. Wait, did you just say India? Yeah. So basically, any all those other ones were at least in like South America. Oh yeah, I, also in the U.S. Uh, but yeah, but I mean, at least that's connected. Well, for how sure. did they get on over to India? I think my Someone boy just brought like, one on a plane. I think he just likes spicy food. You know, what I mean, I guess. he just went. Jesus, to, <laughs> he's got you know sick of <laughs> anywhere. There's goats. Yeah, just fuck it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so he started hitting up in all these places. Um, and a lot of this was brought on by obviously the media fucking showing them around and stuff. And mm-hmm. I, I, in Mexico, it was this stupid show my mom used to watch it all the time called Primer Impacto, which basically was like if you gave the National Enquirer a TV show, uh, okay. but in Spanish. And that shit just spread. So, you know, that's why I'm assuming it hit up all these places. Yeah. I think India, you know, there's obviously a lot of Latinos in the U.S., and that's probably why I got big here, but... In India, I don't know. <laughs> I guess India wanted a piece of the yeah. the chooper pie. Um, so there was this guy. Apparently, this had to be investigated. Of course. Of course. I mean, who wouldn't want to investigate <laughs> this? 
So this guy, uh, Benjamin Redford, he did a five-year investigation. Robert Redford's son. Yes, that's exactly him. Uh, investigated the old Choopers, mm-hmm. and he wrote a book titled Tracking the Chupacabra. Okay. Yeah. What so did he find? He claims that this whole – oh, so I – I should say that in Puerto Rico, the chupacabra, what he looks like originally, what he looked like, I would say your standard gray alien, big old gray oh, eyes. Okay. Scaly um, wings. Oh, wings. And spikes. That's how, how he got to India. Yeah, flew. Flew. <laughs> spikes on his back. He's migrated. Yes. <laughs> Migratory animals. You know, although. They um, follow the goat herds. Yeah. Although, with those wings, I'm pretty sure he had to hang on to a plane. Yeah, probably. Probably flew halfway on his own, yeah. halfway in an airplane. Um, so, according to Benjamin, mm-hmm. so he thinks that – so that, that Puerto Rican chupacabra looks a whole lot like Sill, who was the character in Species. I don't know if you remember that one, where it's a hybrid, half-human. Yeah. yeah. So, he's saying, you know – came out like 1998. Came out 1995, same 1995, year. 1995, same year. Same year. Makes sense. Yeah. So, in uh, this guy, though – I call bullshit because that movie came out in July 1995. First oh. sighting, March. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know what the fuck he did in those five years <laughs> <laughs> investigating this. And I figured that shit out with a quick Google search. Um, so, yeah, so that's, you know, your standard. We had to wait for it to come out video. <laughs> yeah, he, obviously. <laughs> Bargain bin. So. Kmart. <laughs> That's the Puerto Rican chupacabra, and the Mexican chupacabra looks a little bit different. Oh, of course. Yeah, he's a <laughs> regional species. Yeah, so, you know, we got your bipedal humanoid in Puerto Rico. Yeah. Four-legged in Mexico. Oh, interesting. So. Real different. Yeah, and there's apparently a ton of fucking sightings in Mexico. Yeah. People seen it everywhere. So, people have shown renditions, pictures. It To me, it just looks like the Mexican hairless dog, the uh, Cholo Squinkle. It just looks like that, but like with mange or a coyote with mange. Yeah, those dogs already look like they have yeah. mange. <laughs> no so, offense to the dog. No, no, but no. sorry, buddy. <laughs> so um, I mean, that's that's what I think. You know, yeah. people just misidentify these creatures, um, and yeah, I mean that's basically like the whole story of it. Really, I mean, it's just it went crazy. I just I think it was just a big old mass hysteria of people just like seeing it quote unquote so now the reason why it's dear to my heart mm-hmm. is that my mom was totally terrified of the, the chupacabra, chupacabra. Nice. she would have nightmares <laughs> she would wake up and be like i dread i'm like no mom which you know i saw it and i was like no mom you didn't see stop watching that fucking yeah. show <laughs> so one night I'm playing, I don't know, probably at the time, what was it, PS2? I'm sure it was out. Yeah, I don't know, PS2, like PS1. I mean, it could have been anything after 1995. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like in the living room um, playing a video game. I don't know, let's say Final Fantasy VII. I'm sure that's off. Someone will correct us. But I just hear my mom like just scream from the kitchen. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. So I just like threw the controller. And I was like, mom, what's going on? It's like, I saw the chupac out. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And she said, look outside the window. Look outside the window. And like this, it was at nighttime. I was like, mom, I don't see anything. It's like, no, it's moving right there. And then up like a fucking cartoon pops up into the view, a possum. <laughs> and I was, like, it's chupac. I was like, it's not a chupac. I was like, it's definitely a demon. Look, it's cross-eyed. I'm like, that's. 
how they come. It's just how they look. <laughs> They're just it's like it's not his fault. It's like no, look at his tail. It's like that's a standard. It's like a big rat. Possum <laughs> tail. <laughs> big old rat. And that's how I found out there's no possums in Mexico. <laughs> like I guess. I guess. Someone who's never seen one, I I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> They're just and just very stubborn Latin people, just like no, no. I swear to God, it was a chupacabra. I know a fucking. Chupers. I know. I know it looks just like this possum or whatever you call it, <laughs> but this thing is definitely a goat sucking demon. Oh yeah, she knew for sure, <laughs> and like she was fully convinced. And I was like, I had to show her. And there must have been internet because I definitely remember showing her pictures. I was like, Mom, <laughs> it's this. It's this. It's definitely this. Yeah. It's not the chupies. You're oh fine. God. She saw less of him in the dreams after that. <laughs> it makes sense. Okay. Wow. I think the thing I learned the most from that little presentation is that... It was uh, from 1995. It was 1995. <laughs> I can't get over that. I feel like... What about La Llorona? That's, a, that's an older one. Oh, right? dude. Um, I'll hit that That up. was like 87. <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely someone's quinceanera. That's fucking <laughs> something happened. Uh, no, that's that's actually a lot. I actually wrote a... a Paper. Or, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk we'll, about we'll talk that one next time. But um, that that's a lot older. Okay. A lot, a lot older. That makes sense. Yeah, that was uh, wow, eye opening. <laughs> I just I felt like I, I felt like that was about the first time I learned about it. You, you and I was just on the, I was on the cutting edge. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been Christian's crazy cryptid conspiracy corner. Oops. Chupacabra. Chupies. Alrighty then. Well, uh, some interesting news in the uh, nerd community. Um, I don't know. If, I don't know if you saw this or not, but uh, they just finally announced um, a Captain Marvel two. Oh no! Official. Um, not sure when it's going to start filming, but the, I think it was slotted for uh, two thousand twenty two release. Um, so. Not no plot or anything released yet so far. Another little bit of news: uh, the Obi Wan Kenobi Disney Plus uh, show has been uh, postponed. False. 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 That, that was you fake. fell for it. I did fall for it. I read fake. the whole article and everything. Fake. 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 Oh, thank so goodness! I saw that and yeah. I freaked out because I didn't since, check my sources since I had heard about it. I was super excited about it, and yeah. before I hit you up about it, because usually when I hear big news like that, first thing I do is text Cody, like, "Can you believe this fucking bullshit?" And I was yeah. like, "Wait, let's see. Let me, let me, let me search." It was one fucking person that tweeted it, one oh, person, yeah. and it just spread like crazy. I don't have the article up anymore. Fake bastards. They gotcha. Okay, but but this thing where there's like people having sex on that. That game Roblox, that's real, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> I just thought that was really But uh, to circle back on Captain Marvel, I, uh-huh. I'm actually surprised because I, I, I mean, this might be rumors too, but I feel I've seen videos like a lot of the other cast members weren't getting along too well with uh, Brie um, Larson. Well, uh, the from what it said is that it's supposed to take place in present day. Okay. So, I mean, it could be an entirely new cast. Like, because you think about it, it was, 
it was a pretty small cast. He had the scrolls, right? No, I meant uh, Avengers. Like she wasn't getting too old. Getting, oh, she wasn't like uh, Chris Hemsworth and uh, well, Cheadle, even, like even better because this movie is just a Captain Marvel movie <laughs> again. Uh, yeah, that's kind of weird. I think that um, you know, I I enjoyed. The Captain Marvel movie, I thought it was fine. Um, it definitely wasn't my favorite Marvel movie. Um, but I think that one thing that they, Marvel's trying to do is they tried to do it with the Mar- the Captain Marvel or Carol Danvers. I always knew her as Miss Marvel when I was reading the comics. But um, I think they tried to force her in to be, you know, to be the leader of the Avengers. And they were trying to make that happen too strongly. Where yeah. everyone wants Captain America. Everyone wants Tony Stark. You know what I mean? It's all these established characters that we've known for a long time. And, you know, to try to force her to take over, I think, you know, audiences have accepted it. That was a lot of people's argument that it was like, okay, you got all these Avengers who've been together in multiple films and they've known each other, helped each other. And, like, you got this one shot and then all of a sudden she's going to, you know, kind of take over. Take over, yeah. Camaraderie is not there, you know. And I, I heard, and again, this is probably rumors. I don't know, just, but I heard that she actually had more scenes in um, the Last Avengers. Oh. But that topic of like, well, she's just coming in. We've got yeah. people who've been in these films for a long time. Maybe that she get a little bit more screen time, and that's why her screen time was essentially kind of cut down, down a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. She's interesting. Well, she, I, I kind of hold her in the same boat as. Um, as uh, the Sentry, you know the Sentry. Uh, he's basically oh, a Marvel version of Superman. Superman, actually, technically stronger because he's what I remember reading. Yeah, he's he's the, uh, the power of ten thousand suns. Ten thousand exploding suns, Christian. Oh, excuse for, you. Forgive me. Forgive me. Um, and and plus then the, his, the Void, I think, is even stronger than that. Yeah, he has so. the alter ego, which basically is like the evil version of him. So. But you know they put bring him in there, and he was like this revived character that like had come out in the seventies, and no one really bought into it, and so they brought him back to be this ultra. Now was he actually from the seventies? Because I thought that um, they had written him new, but that they like kind of explained it like he was around in the seventies. He was too strong, and then you know I don't check my sources. (laughs) And then I believe it was like Doctor Strange, uh, Mister Fantastic. Uh, I think it was like basically the Illuminati group that um, essentially made everyone forget, including himself, about his powers and that he ever existed. Oh, and then yeah, when he, was, and then when he came back, then they were like, kind of like, oh, I kind of remember him being around. See, I thought that was a really clever way thing that Marvel Comics did. And it turns out it wasn't clever at all. Wait a minute. Hold on. No, this one here. Different. Intro. Oh, yeah. 1967. Oh, OK. Oh, thank God. I thought, yeah, yeah, Century. Oh, it was one of several, uh, one of several. At least characters. when, what from what I remember researching the character, that he was a recent character who they gave him that he was around in the past, but he was too dangerous because of the void. So they had him forget. Like they basically gave him amnesia about who he was and his abilities. And then when he when he showed up, quote unquote, today. Then everyone just remembered, oh, yeah, there was a person, you know, and then kind of like the whole when Spider-Man revealed yeah. himself and everyone just forgot. Well, see, yeah, I remember the story. I don't know why we're talking about the century so much, <laughs> but the the story was is that he was this character that got erased, basically. And they showed like these old school comic pictures, which is why I thought 
it was an older one. And it was like, no, he, he, the void erased himself from everyone's minds and kind of went into like hiding essentially. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, okay, that's kind of that's kind of cool. And then uh, now it's like, uh, yeah, it was two thousand. Uh, he was fictionally described as a forgotten creation yeah, of Stanley. There you go. Yeah, interesting. Well, not as clever as I thought it was going to be. I thought they were actually <laughs> taking like, because you know, there's a bunch of shitty characters that came out in the seventies. I thought they had actually taken one of those. That would have been way cooler. Anyway, my whole point, the entire reason we talked about this entry was that I think when you introduce a character like that who's just too overpowered and too strong and too invincible, um, it's it's hard to have a compelling story about them and hard to really, like, there's not a bunch of Sentry fans out there as there's not a bunch of Captain Marvel fans out there. You know, some people like her okay, but I don't think, you know... There's not going to be as many as a Tony Stark or a Captain America yeah. or, you know, even a Hulk, you know, kind of thing. Um, I am excited for the Black Widow movie. That's going to be fucking dope. I, I'm, the more the more trailers I see for it, the more excited I'm getting. I, I, I really, really want to watch it. And I hope that the trailers and my idea of it, you know, yeah. reach, you know, they meet. Exactly. Um, and then uh, another thing that got released, I actually saw the pictures of this, so I know it's real. Um <laughs> The uh, they released the first pictures of John Walker as Captain America, aka U.S. Agent. Oh, nice! From the um, Winter Soldier and Falcon. Wait, show. So, I mean, you're talking you're, you're talking about the Falcon. No, I'm talking about John Walker, U.S. Agent, who who they have basically dressed up as Captain America, and that was like, um, let me see if I can find. Are a they trying to take this away from the Falcon? Well, so the whole, the idea of U.S. agent um, was that, you know, that, um, yeah, his name is John F. Walker, I believe. Good old Johnny Walker. Johnny Walker. John fucking Walker. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Basically, oh, God, why is this? Man, the fucking internet is just not having a good time today. Okay, you don't want to load? That's fine. So basically, he's um, he he was like a government sponsored uh, Captain America. So um, not Steve Rogers, right? He he was um, oh my god, why is fucking Wikipedia is being such a piece of garbage? Um. He was he took over the mantle of Captain America, um, when the government basically were trying to replace Steve Rogers, because um, there's been multiple Captain Americas, right? Um, people who've taken up the mantle, just like there's been multiple Buckies, and so um, basically uh, he he replaces them, but soon there people find out that he's not you know Steve Rogers, and that he's different, and he's not. He's not necessarily a great guy. Like he's not like. Is he the one with the pistol? He has a pistol. He's also his uh, the seat suit you normally see him in is like a black Captain America suit, and then it has like the flat, like the actual flag with stripes on his chest. Does he have the serum? Uh, he has like some like you know it's always some like knockoff, not as good version of the serum. You know, I think he is he is stronger than normal. Um, wow, man, I fucking, 
I'm really upset with the internet. <laughs> Just not, not coming in super clutch right now. Internet. I hate you so much. Um, but yeah, uh, anyway, the first pictures uh, were released. So, um, I'm thinking kind of like the, um, is this going to be the Falcon versus John Walker? I think it's going to be like, okay, now the, um, you know, Captain America is gone, right? He's like, I'm interested to see how much of, you know, how much the population of earth realizes what the Avengers did in Avengers Endgame, Right. Like, cause well, the ones that were that didn't get snapped are gonna know. Like, oh, everyone's back, so they're gonna obviously tell yeah, them. But, what's but they're not gonna know that they're not gonna know that Steve Rogers had to go back in time to put people back in, right. in the right place, and he decided to stay there and live his entire life. Like, you know, we don't we don't know what all's going on with you know the human race might not know all that stuff that has happened. So. The government, I'm thinking like, you know, what's his name? Uh, uh, General Ross or whatever. I'm thinking he's probably going to put his, make his own Captain America and people are, are they're going to try to like pass him off as Captain America. And then Sam Wilson, the Falcon, is going to really know what's going on. And it's going to be the battle of who actually becomes Captain America. That's what I, that's what I think. So you think, I feel like, uh, What's the Chris Evans is going to pop up every now and then, and particularly with the Loki show. I mean, Loki's in the past. You know, Captain America has to go to the past and basically fix everything. Yeah. That's... I, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming he's going to pop in in those episodes every now and then. Yeah, I mean. Or with the what ifs. Yeah, well, the what ifs are going to be animated. Oh, that's so, right. So he'll so probably voice it. It could be. Like, we, we don't know that. But, I mean, I wouldn't put it past him. Thank you. Finally, it decided to do it. Um, and he was redesigned as a new incarnation of Captain America and then became U.S. agent. Originally came out in 1986. Um, he is human. Notable aliases. Jack Daniels. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Let's get it. John Walker. Yeah. Jack Daniels. Jesus. That's pretty funny. Um, he's exceptional hand-to-hand combat, highly trained acrobat and gymnast, superhuman strength, agility, reflexes, endurance, peak level speed, dexterity, coordination, and balance, use of nearly indestructible shield and firearms. Yeah, so Captain America with guns. Yeah, exactly. The result of an experimental mutagenic augmentation process conducted on him by Dr. Carl Mellis on behalf of the power broker. It's kind of cool. Interesting. Yep, 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 yep. So, uh, and anyway, the pictures um, look really good of uh, the the onset pictures that they have. Um, and one thing that's kind of interesting, if, if this is if this will load, I'll show you. But he, so he's he, his instead of being black Captain America suit, it is red, white, and blue. Um, and he's got what looks like the Captain America shield. Um, but there's also a picture of him um, next to him out of uniform. Um, U.S. agent. Uh, Winter Soldier, I guess. Um, there's a picture of him out of uniform. and He's got his arm, his shield arm in a cast. And I'm wondering if it if there's something about like he tried to throw the shield 
<laughs> and he like, bashed and he, he bashed his arm because that's catch it. That's a big deal in the um, in the uh, comic books when Captain America dies in Captain America twenty five. That like no one can throw the shield, and that's part of the reason why Bucky took over. Because he's got the metal arm. Because he's got the metal arm that allows him to like wield the shield, so to speak. Um, but yeah, pretty interesting stuff. I'm excited to see what they do with that. Um, I'm excited to see that show. I think it's going to be really cool to get a. Uh, um, I think these these Marvel Disney Plus shows are going to be. Um, like what makes Disney Plus worth it? Oh, the yeah. Mandalorian's great. Like, don't get me wrong, I love me some Mandalorian. But um, I thought it was hilarious that as soon as it finished, a bunch of people canceled this. Discussion. Oh yeah, I thought that was. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Also, I just read the the other day, The Witcher just like crushed it on Netflix. Like, yeah, it broke a whole bunch of records. That's the guy who's playing him. He's... Oh, that's uh, Kurt Russell's uh, son. He was in, um, is it cool? yeah, he was in uh, the zombie World War II movie. I actually really liked him in that. Zombie? Oh, uh, Overlord? Or, that's what it's called, right? Over, I believe so. That was actually really good, and he was Overlord. really good in it. Overlord. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he's good. He, he's a good actor. I, I didn't I didn't know. Wyatt Russell. Yeah, that makes sense. Kurt Russell. Um, yeah, so I'm excited. I'm excited to see that. Yeah, I, I, I was, think... When I saw him in the movie, I didn't know that that was Kurt Russell's kid. And I was like, I really like this actor. Like, I really like that role. And, and then when I researched and I found out, I was like, oh, snap. Like, I, that's cool that it's not like he's actually skilled. It's not like his, yeah. you know, because of his dad. You know, who, you know who's not as good as their dad is Clint Eastwood's son. He looks a lot like he him. He looks though. a lot like him. I don't think he's as good of an actor. At least he hasn't been in a role that's. You know, I would love to it. see him, even if it's just the show. As Roland, mm-hmm. just because it, for the Dark oh, yeah. Tower, because in the Dark Tower he was modeled after Clint Eastwood. He's so good. It would it would be great. Yeah. Um, last thing I wanted to uh, talk about today, and, and I'll it'll be brief, so I don't spoil anything for you because I know you're gonna watch it. But um, I really want to. Uh, so yesterday, which is now, I don't know. This is Thursday. Couple days so ago, Wednesday. Yeah. Um, I downloaded and watched. Jay and Silent Bob reboot, I, which I almost bought yesterday. A new Kevin Smith movie, and here's what I have to say about it. Now I've been a lifelong Kevin Smith fan. I loved Clerks. I loved Mallrats. Dogma. Dogma. Chasing Amy is one of my like top ten favorite movies of all time. Um, and I liked you know like Tusk was interesting, interesting enough where I'm like, well, okay, that's kind of fun. I liked Red State. Red State was. You know, different direction for sure. I'm de- I was totally down for it. Cop Out was kind of a piece of garbage, but I think he only directed. I don't think he wrote that. And I think what, what always made Kevin Smith really good was his ability to write characters and inter- really touching interactions. He's got great dialogue. Uh, yeah, great dialogue. Uh, Jersey Girl was kind of garbagey, but not. I don't think it's as bad as everyone said it was. It was just people wanted, you know, Snoochie Boochies, and it just wasn't. And then the, the original Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back was amazing. Like, super funny, super amazing. I am the click commander. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it, it's it's funny to me um, that now, like, the last movie I watched of his was Yoga Hosers. I, I literally turned it off. I could not watch it. It was so bad. I haven't seen it. Um, it was one starring his daughter. Um and then uh, basically, uh, 
this movie now is the story is Jay and Silent Bob find out that there's a reboot of their movie Blunt Man and Chronic that's being made in uh, Hollywood and they're going to stop it. Very similar to Jay and Silent Bob. That's what I was going to say. Wasn't that like the whole thing is they didn't want the movie to happen? Yes, exactly. So um, Was Mark Hamill in it? No, he was not, which is sad. But they did get a lot of other people in it. There's a lot of cameos from the old movies. Chris Rock. Uh, Chris Rock was not in, but Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, um, Rosario Dawson, um, Shannon Elizabeth, uh, a bunch of people. There's a, a lot of people in it, um, and I think it was. I was a little dis. I was more than a little disappointed by it. Oh, uh, Dante was in it. You know, Dante from the Clerks. Yeah. 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 What about? I don't remember his name. But the guys, get him, Steve, Dave. Uh, I don't remember. He's uh-uh. in the show comic book. Um, he's one of the guys who works. Is it comic book men? I think comic book men. They're yeah. all in it. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. So they're in it. Um, but yeah. So it it was kind of a disappointing movie to me. Um, and I think the reason why it was so disappointing is that first of all, it was a lot of the same jokes just from Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Which, that's to be expected a little bit, right? You want them to say, like, Snoogans and Snoochie Boochies and, you know, bong, you know, that sort of stuff. But literally, some of them were, like, word for word, the same joke, just played over and over again. Oh, uh, what's his name? Jason, uh, not Jason Muse, the, the guy who played Brody. From oh, uh, Jason Lee. Jason Lee, he was in it, too. So that's nice. That's funny. Um, but what really hurts is, like, there's a scene with... Um, with Ben Affleck in it where it's Ben Affleck from chasing Amy and it's got the girl, I forget her name from chasing Amy mm-hmm. and, um, and it kind of has a little like recap of how his life ended up. And that was that when that scene came up, it was like classic Kevin Smith again. And I was like, Oh my God, this is so good. And it's towards the end of the movie. Um, and it was so good, so well written, and it was like so emotional. And I'm just like, this is what I've been waiting for this whole movie. And then it turns and, to a dick joke. No, and then it's over. And then and then you know the rest of the movie goes on, and and nothing quite captures that same feeling. And for the longest time, I thought that you know Kevin Smith had just lost the ability to you know to to write good dialogue, and it, it turns out he hasn't. He just. He, he he goes for really easy schlocky jokes. You think more the, so? You think the weed slowed him down, or so? I have a couple opinions on it, and I think you know we'll never know for sure until you know until we get Kevin Smith on this podcast. Um, but I I think you know he's on record as saying that like the reason why he's kind of changed the way he he writes his movies is that he's not that same person anymore right yeah I, i've i've listened to that interview yeah so he, he's grown up and, he, and he's his life has changed he cares about different things and he has a family and stuff from from what i remember what he said it's because people always reference chasing amy because it's one of his more better and uh better written yep and more serious uh films he's like when i wrote that I had had my heart broken. It was something right. very similar, and it was something very personal, and yep. I was in a very sad place. He's like, so there was true emotion pouring out of me. Right. And um, I think there's something to say about, like, emotion. Harnessing your natural emotion. Right, into a medium, you know, uh-huh. into art. And I think 
some of the more talented people that I know are the most emotionally fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and maybe that has something to do with it. And he was just like, you know, I am not that tortured emo guy anymore. Guy anymore. I'm the happy family dude who made it, you know, like right. I was broke as fuck. And now I have money. You know, I'm not I'm not that guy anymore. Yeah. But then the thing that the thing that sucks, though, is like but then he wrote Clerks 2. Which I really enjoyed Clerks 2. And Clerks 2 was a raunchy, <laughs> disgusting movie. But it also had a lot of heart in it. It's about growing up. And, like, you know, you have some friends from your childhood who don't want to grow up and move on with their life. And, you, you know, you're this guy. He, you know, he based Dante from Clerks on himself. Right. You know, and he wants to grow up and get married and go off and have anything. And he's got this one buddy from his, you know, childhood, essentially who doesn't want to grow up and doesn't want to change. And like the conflict between that, that movie was awesome. Like it was really, really good. But then like all the movies after that, were just like, what is happening? These are so bad. I enjoy it. And we didn't mention Zach and Mary make a porno. Do Zach and Mary make a porno is great. Like it was pretty funny, but the, the ones I'm talking about are like Tusk yoga hosers. Um, like red state, it's fine. It's not. I don't consider it necessarily a Kevin Smith movie. I think it's really. A, it's him. It, it is him, but it's not. It's not. I guess I should shouldn't say that. Should it's say, his, it's his take on a horror movie. It's not in the View Askew universe. Okay, gotcha. Right. So, um, which is fine. Like you know, you know, I think it's cool that he branched out. It almost was. Yeah, was it almost like a Lance Morissette or Loki? And it was. It was. So when the was it the Horns of God are playing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was going to be actually, Matt and Damon. well, no, I don't. I think he didn't write that, but an angel was going to come and like I think he was going to kill John Goodman, do something, yeah, and yeah. then like fly away. And it was actually the the rapture that was happening. Nice. That was one of his ideas, and he didn't do it. So it would have it would have tied in. Yeah, and that would have been cool. I mean, yeah. But anyway, that movie kind of aside, um, it's just been really disappointing, you know. For the past several years. I mean, I think Clerks 2 was the last really good one, I think. Um, and who knows? When, I mean, that was a long time ago. But, you know, one thing I will say is there are bits of this movie um, that are really good. Uh, but I think... Maybe we'll try to get them on. Have them explain himself. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't care. Um, but I, I think that... You know, a, a big part of it is, yeah, he has changed, but I think it's uh, it's a bit that he can't. Maybe it is the pot. You know what I mean? Maybe it is. Maybe it has to do with his, um, you know, his podcast where he just sits around getting high and laughing at his own dumb ideas. You know what I mean? It. I think that it it, it might like um, it might repress some of his talent you know, by just spitting out all this stupid stuff. Like that's what, that's what Tusk was, was it was a dumb joke. I heard about that. It was just an idea on his podcast. Yeah. It was just an idea on his podcast. And, um, you know, after it was just like, from then on, it, it became a movie that he like funded himself and stuff. So clerks two was 2006. Zach and Mary make porno 2008. That was great. Then it was cop out. In 2010, Red State 2011, Tusk 2014, Holidays. I don't even remember Holidays. And Yoga Hosers was in 2016. And then Jay and Silent Bob Reboot is 2019. 
So you're saying 2014 forward is when it when it went downhill. No, point. I'm saying like 2008 and forward. Like Red State, if you want to count, that's that was still nine years ago. You know, so it was just I don't I mean Tusk was interesting. It was kind of like Red State where it was like, you know, it's a weird departure, and I'm I'm down I'm down to check that stuff out, but like. I think like him in his prime, like chasing Amy, nineteen ninety seven, right after Chupacabra was discovered. <laughs> Two years. Clerks came out in nineteen ninety four. No, or no, you said ninety five? Mall rats. Yep. So, mall rats. Why didn't they call it mall rats? Moving forward, everything's Chupacabra. gonna be <laughs> pre or post yeah. Chupacabra. Chupacabra. Um Yeah, so, so I mean I think it's worth watching the movie. I don't wanna say I don't want people to think that it's not worth watching. But man, it was You'll you'll see when you watch it, the Ben Affleck and maybe it's just Ben Affleck's a fucking great actor, but he just like that scene where he's talking about his life and how life has changed since he's you know moved on and gotten you know married or whatever, is is some of you know it's like classic Kevin Smith and it makes me sad to know that he's still got that in him, but doesn't spend enough time on the rest of the stuff or doesn't have people in his life telling him, hey you should try to do more like this. Um, so you know we're, what? Not, that's, we're not getting his best. That's you know an interesting is? point, and I think that's probably more accurate than you think. Yep. I think when you reach a certain level um, of success, you know, like people get, I don't know, maybe scared, intimidated of saying like, hey, you know, like maybe don't do that. Yeah. Maybe do a little bit more of this. Or maybe he, like maybe people have and he's just like, you know what? Yeah. I you- didn't make it to this level by, you know listening to other people or whatever well yeah it's interesting because you know you don't know if it's like if it's just him not listening to people's advice or him just not getting that advice you know what i mean see the people aren't you know afraid to tell him that hey this sounds terrible or like these these jokes that you wrote 20 years ago you know aren't going to be funny the second time around you know it'd be fun if it's a riff on it but the same exact jokes don't really replay like that um, so either people aren't are afraid to give him that advice or he's getting it and just not listening. So it, it's disappointing either way. Um, I will say his, so his daughter is a big part of the movie. Um, and even though like she, I felt she was terrible in that yoga hosers movie, she was fine in this one. I don't think she was as good as, you know, maybe some of the younger actresses out there, but you know, he can't fault the guy, I guess, for putting his daughter in there. Nah, I mean, come on. Like, that's how you get two paychecks. <laughs> yeah. That just gets recycled back to the family. That's how Tim Burton, you know, does all the time. Yeah, when he was exactly. Sticking his, with wife. his wife. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> two paychecks. Directing. <laughs> stick her in there. Yeah. I feel like she should get this amount of money. I don't know. I think she's great. Yeah, exactly. She should probably get exactly. it. Exactly. Um, so worth a watch. It's just, man, it could have. And, and after I got done with it, I started thinking about like how it could have been better and how basically it could have been them just checking it, you know, on all these people, all these characters from the different movies. Because Jay and Silent Bob knew all of them, right? Yeah. And it could have been them literally going to all these characters and kind of seeing how their lives have ended up and how, like, you know, Jay and Silent Bob haven't done anything. They haven't matured. They haven't grown up. And I think that's what he was going for, but like the only one who really succeeded in in that feeling and that emotional like connection was uh, uh, Ben Affleck. And he does a funny joke about you know about uh, uh, Batman and stuff like that. It was really funny, you know, like 
he was like, dude, he's like, he's like, uh, uh, oh, and Kevin Smith plays himself in the, in the movie too. Also, which wait, he plays happen. silent Bob and himself. Yeah. Okay. Um, so worth a watch, but there's, and there are some funny moments in there. I don't, I don't want it to seem like there aren't, but definitely a far cry from like primetime Kevin Smith. You know what I mean? So I'm still going to check it out. Check it out. Let me know what you think. Uh, we'll recap it. Uh, once you've had a chance to check it out. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that just about does it for us for today. Um, so uh, make sure you guys are uh, checking out nerds with friends podcast.com. Uh, we do have our link up for our tea nerd tea confession, pick up some bags. Now, if you can, it helps the show. We appreciate it. Um, and, you know, tell your friends, you know, it's a good cozy time. It's been raining and cold and snowy. Maybe keep you warm on the inside found out we have a bunch of listeners in michigan which is kind of cool so shout out to our listeners in michigan oh, nice um it's cold there so buy some tea and uh, enjoy it you know warm yourself up faux shizzle Whoa. what teams do they have out in- i don't watch sports what teams detroit they- lions detroit tigers there you go. go them <laughs> well go go 49ers san francisco 49ers them too i mean well going that's- to the freaking super bowl christian hometown you know yeah yeah hometown except they're in santa clara now um but yeah, we'll have uh, more fun stuff for you next weekend. And again, you know, if you see anything funky happening with the playback from Podbean, uh, let us know um, because we are new to it. But I think everything seems to be running pretty smoothly so far. So uh, see. shout out to Podbean if you're trying to start out your uh, your own podcast. Check them out. Yeah, and but it, the, check out what. Keep an eye out for the Choopers, yeah, the Choopeezies. Exactly. Uh, and Christian, thank you for you know bringing us those funny, uh, <laughs> cool. Modern myths. I got a bunch of I got a bunch of them coming, so don't worry. Awesome. And to all the nerds out there, remember, you're not alone. You're with friends. This is Nerds with Friends. Thank you and good night. <laughs>